first off, everybody, I got to make up to John here. I got to uh-huh. say something cool for okay. the complete uncoolness that I did last time. I scarred the poor boy. So to keep him on the podcast, I got to say something I mean, it's not keeping me on the podcast. I like I'm the one who like Oh, he, it's he keeping was this you. Close to rage quit. You should have saw um, the angry nerves. Uh-huh. I mean, I I, I would take the whole podcast with me. I'm I'm the admin of the SoundCloud, so. <laughs> and I'm on the podcast now, right? Yep. So. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so I I I highly <laughs> doubt that you could sing something that will make up for last week, Probably but Probably not, no. But try. Okay. Give me your best shot. Okay. Guess your dreams always end. They don't rise up, just descend, and I don't care anymore. I lost the will to want more. I'm not afraid, not at all. I watch them all as they fall, but I remember when we were young. And all those with habits of waste, their sense of style and good taste. They're making sure they were right. Hey, don't you know you were right? I'm not afraid anymore. I keep my eyes on the door, but I That was apparently, nice. Apparently, it was too cool for you guys because you didn't even recognize me. So. <laughs> I was just mesmerized by yeah. your beautiful voice. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Thanks, Brett. Mm-hmm. So, just to, I, just, not just last episode, it was pretty much my whole podcast career. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I probably should just sing. Uh, I, I, I think, I mean, that was good, but I think your high point was still your your scatting during uh, <laughs> during blind, though. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. Or top twist, that. sorry, twist. not blind. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't top that act. No, you can't. You can't. No. Well, actually, what we should do is, I, I put myself back up a little bit. And you should bring yourself down. Did you learn the pr- the prison sex tool lyrics yet? Oh, was I supposed to? Of course. Was, this mean, is my homework. Well, not you, but you know, uh, Schneider was supposed to. Oh, right. oh, right. Yeah. Well, how about I'm on the internet, so. Yeah, you just have to sing one lyric, the main one, uh, the the one that starts with. Uh, I have found some kind of temporary sanity. One second. I didn't realize that we were preparing musical pieces for the podcast. <laughs> right, like this yeah. was solo and ensemble it's contest. Ju- it's our own Juilliard right now. Yes. I have nothing to offer. Yeah, no, we're, we're preparing our. Uh, 
Which, All by right. the way, Amy does a mean, mean Amy Winehouse, as everybody knows. Yep. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Hey, and if it's you want to hear it, come out to the uh, RMC uh, Halloween party, which will be uh, October 26th. We'll have karaoke from 8 to midnight, and then uh, Blast Camp and another band after that at, at midnight on. Be nice costumes. And fun. Yeah, uh, the whole theme contest. is yeah, costume contest. But the whole thing is you should dress up like who your your like choice karaoke song is. Oh, is that the I thing? I think so. That's what Sarah said. I well, don't know. That's what you're doing, right? So you I don't want to like, do it. Uh, I'd rather just like dress up as something spooky and dumb. <laughs> but everyone else wants to do that, so I guess they're gonna do it. Okay. Because she, she wants you to do. Uh, um, well, like uh, how how can I dress up like Chris Isaac? Just like wear like a western shirt. Like, well, you gotta dress up like Aha. Um, that would be actually kind of cool. Like you wear all white and like have like a black outline, try to make yourself look like a pencil drawing. That'd be a lot of that'd be a lot of work. Yeah, it sounds pretty work. Like to do like 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 uh cell shading but makeup. <laughs> and the beard, it may not work really well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like a clean shaven shave. thing. You yeah. Know. You don't have to play. But I guess we did it. All right. All right. All right. I mean, right here, the song was I have found some kind of temporary sanity in this shit, blood, and cum on my hands. I've come round full circle. All right. Is that it? Are you happy now? Are you good? He's so happy he's weeping. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I guess there's a new Tool album. I guess there's a new Tool album, so all you uh, all you dudes with your Alex Gray posters, you're talking about Loose Change and shit. New um, album now. Yeah, new Corn album, too, so, you know, Which people who are... just to really hate on Slipknot <laughs> and Corn album better than the new Tool album. Sorry. Ooh, that is how boy. the last podcast began... As mm-hmm. well. But yeah. It was before the new Corn album came out. Oh, oh man. Because Corn album came out yesterday. Man, it's feeling like the like the early aughts again. Mm-hmm. And um, you know that that brings us up to um the fact that this week was an anniversary of uh yeah. of something that's dear to my heart, mm-hmm. and that was uh nine nine ninety nine the uh the Dreamcast never launch. Forget. I'll never forget. <laughs> never forget how I sold my. PS1, my N64, and my Genesis, and my SNES to Funkoland, and then still had to use a little bit of my birthday money, uh, and I got that in Sonic Adventure, and mm-hmm. it was like, it was insane. It was like Sonic was like, he looked all cool in 3D, and like he moved towards the camera, and there was a an orca, and then, yeah. and then you know. I mean, it it was basically like a first responder sacrifice. Well, I mean, no, but <laughs> I that, remember that's not where the, I was when this happened. That's not the tragedy. The tragedy was a. Uh, Come October the next year, when uh, the PlayStation Two came out and just stole all their market share, then they oh had to yeah, they closed it up right when. I mean, I, I had I had a clan in Fantasy Star Online. Like, what was I supposed to do? I had one too. We could have played Fantasy Star Online together. John. I know we could have. Anyway. You guys didn't know each other yet at the we time. We didn't. Yeah. No, this is this is. Was this something that you say really brought you together? Dreamcast? Yeah. No, probably. Nope. No. Nope. First time I think we ever talked about Dreamcast. No. Actually, this is. Um, I'm talking about. We just I, I was 13 years old and Brett was like what 17 at this point. 16. It, w- it was 2000. Yeah. 17. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I would have been hanging out with too many thirteen-year-olds. Yeah, that yeah, that would have been weird. That would have been weird. <laughs> he um, could have been your babysitter. He could have. Well, <laughs> at thirteen, no, I was just I was straight up. I was like last yeah, since I was like he, eleven. He was like mm. tough as fuck, like right oh. away. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even need a babysitter at thirteen. Oh shit. Yeah. Making hot pockets. <laughs> yeah. Coming home off the bus. Oh no, more like I was like pizza roll. I was just like ah, I, I I was moved on to like making toad in the hole and burning it and shit like beyond hot pockets at thirteen. Oh man. No, but but yeah, so uh, so put one out to the last great Sega. I mean, right. do, 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 does exactly. anyone even remember? Yeah. Do you remember Code Veronica? Remember, like, seeing Resident Evil Zombies, like, looking halfway decent? Right. Remember what that felt like? And it was just all gone. PlayStation killed it. Well, and, of course, it created the best fighting game of all time, at least up to that point, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur? So that was the first. That was, like, the big hit. Exactly. You know, remember, remember Power Stone. Power Stone 2? Remember uh, Ready That's to Rumble? Remember Ready to Rumble, the boxing game? Oh, I got really mad at that game. That was the, f- the boxing game. Do, do you remember how it was the first boob physics? First boob physics. Oh. In the world, yeah. No, Before that, polygonal what? boobs would just like sit there. God, are you right? Yes, I am. Wow. <sighs> Remember when when you got an upgrade from Tomb Raider to Tomb Raider Two, and like it went from triangles to like like blocks. Cones? Yeah. Like, shaded them to look like cones. We yep. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I guess nine eleven also was this week. For some for some reason, Amy was quiet during this conversation. I yeah, hmm. I really, <laughs> you know, I don't have much to offer. I played I played a video game before. <laughs> you don't have the much to offer on uh, polygonal boob eggs aesthetics. No. Yeah, probably not. During that time, I was mostly playing The Sims. I think. Yeah, and The Sims and was didn't. Like, I was actually fucking at the time. Oh, <laughs> like, good for you, bro. The oh, sex of the genitals. Like, Brett, you weren't fucking oh. at seventeen. I said that's oh, what Amy, Amy was. was okay, yeah. I certainly was. Well, not no, a- <laughs> Amy was fourteen at that point. So I don't what? know. What? Amy is my age. No, we're no. talking about ninety-nine. Oh. Yeah, I was like in high school. Oh, yeah. wait, how much older than you than she me are you? My age. I'm thirty-six. You're thirty-six. Okay, yes. I thought you were thirty-four. My, my age. Thank you. That's very flattering. We are the same age. I'm six months older, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So yep, at seventeen, grandpa. at seventeen, yeah, you were probably like doing cool stuff, going yeah, to shows. Yeah, yeah. well, I was going to shows too. Also playing The Sims. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the thing: The Sims. I don't think The Sims had uh, had boob physics until like I think The Sims Four. <sighs> no. <Yeah. laughs> no, you're probably right. <laughs> you could See, adjust you the boob size in Sims you could Three. The boob- oh, okay. But they didn't really respond to environmental factors. Right. Yeah. See, you can you can control. Thank you. If this were a pool in The Sims, I might consider deleting the ladder. <laughs> oh, that's fucking cold. Damn. So, but yeah, I guess 9-11 was this week, too. Never forget. We all forgot. Oh, um, have any of you, uh, Aaron Sorkin is a horrible hack, and it seems like people <laughs> no. just now started realizing the last couple of years, but I... I don't know how America as a whole was able to watch this this segment from um, the newsroom, and just n- I don't know why. Like the next day, everyone was like, "Aaron Sorkin's a hack. This shit sucks." <laughs> like in every entertainment paper, because you mean uh, not newsroom, but it was uh, no, no. This is new. It, it's new. It's nine eleven related. It's not nine eleven. But okay, I thought you were saying during news. T- if it was, I was going to say I thought he did something during after, well, right after nine eleven, and that would have there been, was there uh, was a West Wing nine eleven. That was that's what I thought you were going for. That must have been late in West Wing. Well, West Wing ended like two thousand two. I want to say did it two thousand three maybe. I might okay. be wrong on that one. Though. Well, either way, <laughs> but newsroom like 
I've had enough from this. Newsroom is the worst, and this this should have been in the nail in its coffin right here. Saying the president is speaking tonight in a few minutes. Do you know anything about this? Um, the internet says he's speaking on a matter of grave national security. Yeah, I've got the same thing. I've got a flight that's been canceled. Does that have anything to do with what you're talking about? Has there been a terrorist attack? No. Well, wait, there's been a terrorist attack? No, there hasn't. I got an email saying we're at war with Libya. Nope. You guys know what's going on, don't you? Folks, there hasn't been a terrorist attack. None of your friends and family are in danger. The president will be speaking in just a few no. minutes. Listen, they're just nervous. I don't because care. You do not take over control of the cabinet. They're getting emails and going online and seeing. You do not take over control of the cabin ever. Ma'am, sit down. No, and you know. I'm getting the captain. Yeah, get the captain, because I'd like to have a word with him. The seatbelt while we're standing still is one thing, captain, but how paranoid do you have to be to think that I'm declaring myself in charge of the? Is there a problem, sir? Yeah, I was just asking how paranoid you have to, you have to be, sir. He's transfixed by the stripes sir. on his uh uniform right now they just zoomed in on them mm -hmm. and they zoomed in on the name tag in the video that we're watching on the podcast this is not comedy by the way captain my name is don Kiefer. that's elliot hirsch and that's sloan sabbath we work for atlantis cable news and we wanted you and your first officer and flight attendant crazy lady to be the first ones on this plane to know that our armed forces killed Osama bin Laden for you tonight. Jesus Christ. You're serious? <laughs> yes, sir. And then they this shake isn't hands. A joke. This isn't a parody? No. Aaron Sorkin is oh, the is most humorless movie. man in the world, but when he, without even trying, he makes the funniest shit. Like, you know, Studio 60, anytime he's trying to show a sketch in that, horrible. The worst. But when he does this, damn, that's like comedy genius right here. Yeah, because Osama bin Laden was completely victorious against us. Like, he accomplished everything he needed to. No, but, like, it's a, like, like airline pilots especially were like, damn, I just need to kill, kill bin Laden. <laughs> like, that. I, I have... <laughs> And also, Amy, like Amy, Amy is lost for words. And I also, yeah, why, why, why didn't he consider Bin Laden dying for the flight attendant? Like flight attendants died in, in a 911 too. Mm, mm, mm. No, but she's crazy, lady. Aaron Sorkin hates women. Thank you. That was he what really I was going to say earlier. Yeah. He really does. Um, well, he doesn't hate women. He thinks they're great vehicles for character development of mm. quirky men. Right. Yep. Yeah. For, or for their shrews. The, for men, the bounce of, of course. <laughs> women are women to him are constant are, are constantly and thens. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the and then gender. But nine eleven. Nine eleven made us all crazy. Remember the uh, the Clear Channel like memorandum was like the list of songs you couldn't play after nine eleven. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, obviously, Rage Against the Machine is a very obvious. Oh one. yeah, they said all Rage Against the Machine. Oh, Rage really? Against all the Rage even, Against even, all even Rage the Against song, the Machine. Even the song Prize Fighter, or sorry, uh, was Revolver, which is about a prize fighter who be, who uh, who abuses his wife and she shoots him at the end with a revolver. Totally oh yes, to do not playlist, oh, yes. of course. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, but um, so we got uh, Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal. What? I because okay. but I, Bin Laden was smooth and a criminal. Which would be funny if Alien Ant Farms was blacklisted, but Michael Jackson's wasn't. It wasn't. 
It's the it same It literally song. wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah. How does that make any sense? No idea. You know, it, it's crazy. There's like, there's so many like just like average normal songs that are not really offensive in the least, except for like they say like dive down, crash or something like holy just diver keywords. Yeah, on Broadway because mm-hmm. you know it's in <laughs> New York. Was it even though like Broadway? I mean no, I mean uh, the the yeah. Lower West Side. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's generally the Lower West Side, but no, right. it's not really. But no, um, Godsmack. Oh, here's the thing. There's only s- it, it, it's weird how you know violent and angsty. There's only a few choice like new metal songs on here, like they should have dug deeper. Yeah, into I know. that genre, mm-hmm. which and found it, much more material. And I'm kind of wondering because some of them like aren't like like Wade and Bleed is on it, okay. and I'm wondering like, you know, like it, it was it was it you know, not w- w- was it blocked for like you know just being generally violent or or uh, you know. Because I could see them, I could see them uh, uh, <coughs> uh, blocking surfacing by Slipknot. Which yeah. Is the next song afterwards, I believe. Mm-hmm. Fuck it all, fuck this world, fuck everything uh, you stand for, blah blah blah. I wipe it off on tile. The light is brighter this time. <laughs> everything is three D blasphemy. Everything is three D blasphemy. My eyes are my eyes are red and gold. gold. My hair, is my hair staying straight, straight up. up. Like Isn't the towers the exploding. Isn't it the way I picture me? I can't control my shakes. How the hell did I get here? Yep. Something about this so very wrong. Yep, yep. I was in the. the I have to laugh out loud. I wish I didn't, didn't like this. this. Is it a, a dream or a memory? Yeah. Right. So I mean, this is this I is like. This is, yeah, I mean, this is like, it's basically about, you know, like George W. when he got activated by the Bilderbergs and the Reptilians to, you know, start the conspiracy. Yeah, it's the red eye. You know? It's the red and eye. Yeah. Yeah. Red and gold eyes. Yep, Yep. exactly. Lizard eyes. If you slow the television down, you can tell who is and is not a lizard. (laughs) Right, of course. It's very helpful. So, yeah, so I'm thinking all the new metal. play that Sorkin clip again, and we need to slow it down, because I'm pretty sure. sure. If you look closely at the credits of V, I'm pretty sure you can see the prophet Elijah in the credits, (laughs) because it was clearly a prophecy. Mm. Anyway, what about the newsroom clip, though? V. V Oh, we should see if any of... Them are lizard people. <laughs> um, just Olivia Munn. That's it. Okay. No, no, and the, the the one guy who plays the head writer looks like a little like salamander motherfucker or something. Yeah, I mean, salamanders aren't lizards. Though, if you're so. feeling courageous one day, if we can soldier together as brothers in arms, John, uh, I can. Bill Simmons, the sports cast. What uh, about him? Uh, sports writer. He has. Uh, he also does a series called The Rewatchables, where they rewatch old movies and like talk about them. And he has one with, with Aaron, Aaron Sorkin. Oh boy. Watching Bush casting and Sundance Kid, and apparently he knows everything about. It and it's like listening to a film class. <sighs> Dude, oh my god! Did we'll you never s- really suck if he actually had like good knowledge? We're, did you did you try to look at a video on the internet last year and get that Aaron Sorkin uh, masterclass ad? Yes. Oh yeah. Where he's like, no one ever starts a sentence with "God damn it." I'm like, yeah, they do. It, I, like, is this? Do you think that's unnatural dialogue, Aaron Sorkin? Like, wait, yeah, that explains a lot about why. What do you think is natural dialogue? Wait, he's teaching class in what now? Oh, it's it's that it's not even it's that thing where it's like one of those like venture capitalist motherfuckers put on this like internet master class site. Okay. Like David Lynch did one. Well, know. they they basically they get celebrities. They get celebrities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. experts in their craft. And then they will like they actually have one with Ron Howard where he makes a mini movie. To you show you, you, how you to pay make like two hundred to watch videos, right? Oh, okay. Right. And do little tests afterwards. Top Morello from Rage Against the Machine has one how to rock with guitar. And he can teach you to be a expert guitarist oh. and how to be a rocking guitarist. It's dumb. Very dumb. Yeah. Yes. But Aaron Sorkin, the ad for his, I guess this is in his program. He's like, God damn it! Where is the remote? 
nobody ever starts a sentence with "God damn it." That that, and that yes, is what do. he yeah that that's what he thinks is unnatural dialogue, which oh. makes so much sense about what he thinks is natural dialogue. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> in contrast, it's like, well, I remember him saying because he's you know, dialogue. It's like music. It's a rhythm, and you have to hit the right notes. And the men do, <laughs> in the dialogue. Yeah, right. women women in Sorkin just go. Wah, 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 wah. Sometimes they hand them a trench coat before yeah. they exit the yeah. office. Let's be fair. What's that in uh, in uh, when you have like the horn section and it really just like blares out? That's, that's, that's like the women's section in the, uh, in the yeah yeah. Aaron Sorkin's direction is just hit me one time, <laughs> hit me two to- or three times. <laughs> Like that, yeah. I was thinking, like, at the end of uh, uh, Amnesiac, the Radiohead album. Like, I know that's a, there's a word for it. You guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, the Crescendo? No, no. That, I mean, that's with any instrument. Uh, yeah, no, but, like, I, I was thinking Radiohead. I'm mean, like, do you mean, like, like brass crescendos? Like, what, what sound are you talking about? It's They just completely overwhelm the, the, the song with just there's no rhythm to the horns. They just kind of blare over each other. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what uh, that is. I'll show you at the end. Okay. Okay. Hmm. All right. I'm just trying to make up for my new metal mm-hmm. new metal references, everyone. Speaking of new metal and 9/11, remember uh, Roland by Limp Bizkit took place no. on on the World Trade Center. It was filmed on top oh, of the World Trade Center. Shit, that song's that old. Yeah. Wow. It was filmed on top of the World Trade Center. Wow. And it was just a couple months before 9/11 too. Fred Durst, Al Qaeda. <laughs> It was like, Ooh. yeah, he was talking. He's like, right here, this is where it's rolling. Yeah. Okay, no. He pulls out a measuring tape <laughs> and a notepad. <laughs> but yeah, um, but you want to get to Osama bin Laden totally won everybody. Like, he, he, he got the American to do exactly what he thought mm-hmm. they would. Long, expensive wars, probably more than he thought so, because he probably didn't see a rat coming. <laughs> and, and then he got to live out most of his li- the rest of his life for like 12 years in. Mm-hmm utter pleasure with his wives and smoking weed and yeah he's probably bored by it he's like well, yeah, i mean he was me. just he was just hanging out and like you know just on the outskirts of a pakistani suburb just dicking around playing uh play, playing like warcraft and like jrpgs yep uh playing like final fantasy roms well, well from what i understand it was just pretty much porn and uh porn and weed. porn and yeah porn and final uh, porn and like jrpg roms like oh. And, did, and did he have a Dreamcast at all? Or? <laughs> oh. He better have. <laughs> at first, when he when he was originally in Afghanistan, hopefully. Yeah. And then, and no, actually, the, I think the the Taliban the Taliban like uh, ruled Dreamcasts like Haram, so you couldn't you couldn't mm-hmm. own Dreamcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Poor poor, uh, um, you know. I was gonna say it poor was for Dreamcast because they went the way of Trump. Yeah. Where like they lost all their actual productions of things, and they just had to like license their name of Sega. Well, I mean, ah. they're still they're still a developer and a pr- no, they're not. Yeah, they are. Mm-mm. What do they develop? They just they just like. What are you talking de- about? A developer goes to Sega, and they're like, "Hey, we want to make." No, they make the Yakuza's. Yeah, and other stuff. Like, no, but it's like it's just a brand. It's, it's not, like with no, but I mean, like it's Sega- like with Mario Two and Nintendo. There was a game that already existed. No, but it was still an already a Nintendo game. Doki Doki Panic was Nintendo still. Okay. Oh, Doki Doki Panic became Mario 2? Yeah. They just okay. threw no, Mario but I mean, in Se- the game. There, there, there is yeah. no Sega development team. Yeah, they are. They make Yakuza. And some other games. No, another, isn't it Team Ninja that does Yakuza? Yeah, Team Ninja's a part of Sega. Not but Team Ninja. No, sorry. Not Team Ninja. It's like, it's, it's, it's 
whoever, no, it's Team Dragon. They used to be AM2 who made the Virtua Fighters. Right. And Virtua Fighters are Sega, too. Yeah, but they don't make those anymore. They don't make those anymore, but Sega, as a developer, still makes some things. Like, they still make all, this, all, this, all the Sonics. No, it's like a, they, they, like I'm saying, there, is, there, there used to be a development team for Sega. And, like, they made Sega These games. were, but are these, no these are all development sub-teams owned by Sega still. They're not owned by Sega. Yes, they are. Yes, uh, they are, If Brett. only uh, there was some way to look it up. I will. <laughs> like, Sega is just a licensing brand now. It's just like Trump like doesn't like make hotels anymore. People make hotels, and he slapped his name No, on it. Just like people make video games, and they slap Sega on Sega, it. Sega, ha- Sega did pick up a bunch of other, like, um, like Monolith for a while, stuff like that. But, the, but Sega still has, even though it's a lot smaller than it used to be, mm. Sega still has in-house development. It's the Sonics and Yakuza are pretty much it. Notice we talked about 9-11. We talked about Osama Bin Laden. We talked about all these hot-button topics. But John and I get... <laughs> we get we <laughs> the sparks fly when we talk about yes. whether Sega's the franchise. Okay. Uh, is a I just Ryu? felt like I had to back away and hold your coat <laughs> like I was a, actually a woman in an episode of The West Wing. <laughs> okay. Rhea... Ryu Ga Kotoku Studios, mm-hmm. which is a subsidiary of Sega. Mm-hmm. Mm. Also, Sonic Team, also a subsidiary of Sega. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just, I know, I know my game companies, Brett. <sighs> Don't fuck with this. But anyway, yeah, Bin Laden. Last days are nice. Oh, I think I mix it up with like. They don't make consoles anymore, obviously. Oh, of course not. And yeah. They just make software. So yeah. The part where they obviously don't make any hardware. Yeah. Okay. That's where. That's where I got mixed. There it is. See, he wasn't wrong. He no, was no, just I was wrong. wrong. Oh, okay. I'm just, okay. just okay. explaining why I got it mixed up. Of course. Right. Of course. I, I'm saying I was being stupid. I'm just explaining why <laughs> I was stupid. Got it. But anyway, what were we talking about? We were talking about Bin Laden's compound. Oh, fuck. Another bit of 9-11 craziness. Remember when everyone thought that he like lived in a giant hollowed-out mountain like a, like a Von villain or something? I do I remember he, that. that was I think he originally did. And then he, when, he, when he was first in Afghanistan... And Afghanistan was going to give us Osama bin Laden under reasonable. They just didn't want us to just be like, because we we're just like, no, you have to let us go in there and take him, or or we invade. And they're like, well, could we just like get diplomacy here, and then we'll hand him to you? And we're like, no, invade. And well, uh, I mean, but our, our entire Afghani operation was basically just to install. Um, install our own like you know client government in the first place so well, i mean yeah, it, and the client government didn't know where the hell bin laden was i mean it was no, yeah they, the, the, point, the point was they didn't give a shit yeah in the first place yeah i mean they like it was and again it's like uh, osama like osama was like him and the taliban weren't exactly like no they, they weren't exactly in each other's shit they just like taliban like viewed him as like an they ally co- they would just like well they, they would and sometimes they would coordinate certain operations yeah the point is that no one probably knew if he did live in a fucking giant mountain but no but but even if so like maybe he like had a little bit of a cave compound or something who knows but if you look at this one like cutout that was in time magazine in like 2002 yeah. it like it was there was like it was like five stories there was like yeah, a tank depot that. like an illustration yeah mm-hmm. When the whole time, and then shortly after Afghanistan, when we invaded Afghanistan, and then he's just like, well, time to get the fuck out of Jaj. Pretty uh, much, yeah. Oddly enough, because I watched probably the first 10 years, 12 years of Bill Maher, God rest my soul, speaking to me being stupid. Um, although that's how I got to know Bernie Sanders, though. Like, well, Bernie, there's a silver lining there. Yeah. yeah, Bernie Sanders was fucking awesome on that show. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, there was a woman there, a, a journalist. I believe she was she was either Palestinian or Pakistani, but and she was and she like she predicted this like four or five years, like from her. No, I shouldn't say predicted. She had sources that were just like, no, he's living in a villa in fucking in Pakistan. Pakistan yeah. <laughs> and and they're like, what really? And she's like, well, yeah. where they, wherever they thought that he was, it was important that they invade a few different countries mm-hmm. and like. Slaughter I mean, a million I mean, and a half mm-hmm. people, honestly, over like, multiple decades, just to be sure. I mean, honestly, like when we were knee deep in Iraq and like had all of our operations going, and we had Forever War that was like, you know, and keeping keeping America as like a nationalist project going, and also like funding all of our industries. Like, did we really care where Bin Laden was at the end of it? No. Yeah. No. Did you see? Did you see the meme? Uh, Libertarians no longer care about 9-11 because it's 18 years old now. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is there, how about like a, um, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking like, uh, I'm thinking of like a, uh, like a pop punk kind of tweet to take on that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. pop punk dudes don't care about 9-11. Cause I like new. that a lot better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, but, I'm, but I'm like, yeah, so something like that. I think I'll make that meme. Okay. It's a few days late, but. I'm gonna make it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or like, or like pop punk guys asking about like, uh, what was the one like big pop punk like anti Bush thing back in the day? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. Or like not interested in asking any questions about that album because 911 is over 18 years old now or something. I don't know. We'll we'll make it good. Yeah, we'll we'll iron out the kinks in that joke. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say 911 is now safe from brand new. Ooh. Oh. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Although, from what I understand, Jesse Lacey uh, uh, sexually assaulted people who are over 18, too. So he's just a wow. whole Piece of shit. complete monster. Yep. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's sad when you can trust your new metal icons over your, because uh, new metal people is just drugs, basically. Yeah. You can, yeah, they're, they're totally better morally than pop punk people. Have I there, know. Have there been any new metal Me Too's? No. no. You think of all people, John, Jonathan Davis never got Me Too'd. No, oh, I'll leave Jonathan alone. That's, That's what I'm saying. Not. Well, Maybe also, fieldy, take it to the level of <laughs> juggalos, too. Mm-hmm. There was, like, some kind of feminist juggalo uprising at their most recent gathering uh-huh. when they were doing, like, some kind of, not a wet t-shirt contest, something was, about oh, painting yeah. tits or something yeah, like something that. Yeah, something like that. And somebody was touching one of the women without her permission, mm-hmm. and there was, like, a full-out brawl Whoa. of women beating the dude up. Hell cool. Yeah. So... No, you, ju- it's surprising with Juggalos, also very class conscious. Oh, yeah. yeah. class yeah. Con- No, Juggalos are like a way better run society than ours, sadly. It, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. no, you can see videos of uh, like two women were ready to throw down in a mosh pit. And like like they're uh, they were moshing and then like it really got it physic- escalated. Yeah, yeah. Escalated. Right. And um, the and the whole crowd just started chanting family, family, family. And then they stopped fighting. <laughs> See, that takes, like, the whole, like, unity thing mm-hmm. of, right. like, punk and hardcore to a whole new yeah. level. Right. Here, right. Yeah. On the other hand, though, if you do go to the gathering, you, you might get run over by a four-wheeler by Violent J in the middle of the night. <laughs> Not, on right. <laughs> <laughs> Not on purpose. I'm just saying, like, I, I think maybe I think maybe Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope are still the gods that they need to kill as a movement <laughs> to finally, like, become their own. Yeah, they become just, actualized. They, yeah. Just, they yeah. need to martyr it so they really ascend the, uh, the society. <laughs> no, I mean, like, they need to, like, cast <laughs> it out and become, like, you know, like, like move past Shaggy 2 Because they're being Violent confined. Yeah. They're being confined by... 
following them. Yeah, yeah the they've yeah. really evolved the to the level where they should be leading. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, basically, we all need to be a rapping clown society with just with just better drug counseling, and we're good to go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, Definitely. actually, wouldn't that be like that's a it's like a genius. Uh, Didn't they get kicked out of Cave in Rock, Illinois, though? Yes. Oh, that sucks. Because it seemed and like it was, like the cops just let them do anything there. Like Hannibal was, Burris went one year, and he like just walked over this one bridge, and some dude's just like, "I have acid. Want acid?" And it was Rockford, <laughs> Illinois. I want to say. Yeah. Well, it was. Yeah, it was like, it was Rockford, Illinois, is the town, but like oh, it's like Cave on Rock yeah, Park yeah, or something. Yeah, right, that's right. We'll but anyway, but like so, people just like out in the open be like, "I am selling ecstasy. Who wants ecstasy?" No, but that, that, isn't it? Wouldn't that be a great like maybe? It was a great setup. Uh, it's an incidental like. Uh, great societal mechanism of clown paint, and uh, it's like an equalizer in society, like that fucking Kurt Vonnegut story, where everybody wears clown paint, and it's hard to feel badass and better than everybody else when we're all like dressed like clowns. That's how I felt about wearing uniforms. Talking about Harrison Bergeron. Yep, yep. But uniforms still show. You know, you still you got still the pretty girls. Yeah. yeah, right. You know, and stuff like that. So unfortunately, for wait. Me. <laughs> so are you exactly. saying? Are we? Sh- are you saying that we should get a faith-based voucher mm-hmm. and open? Uh, a, a dark carnival, uh, like a, parochial a, a, a parochial school that uses the dogma of the dark carnival, mm-hmm. and everyone has to wear like but oversized we make- hockey jerseys and and yeah. face paint, and face paint yeah. every day. Right. We just and we just make better music. I cannot wait to siphon money away from the public education system <laughs> to make my offshoot ridiculous fantasy a reality. With, yeah. with our current public education system, we would get better results. <laughs> we get better results than Indiana public education. Yeah, exactly. yeah probably. Well, that's because. Indiana public education it's has been it. starved yeah. to death. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. No, that. Yeah. By it, it, it wasn't. I we're wasn't not arguing that. Was so, <laughs> I wasn't saying our idea was so great. I was saying the education system is so bad. We're, we're saying we'd yeah. end up getting more money for a dumb juggalo school somehow. <laughs> somehow, well, yeah. because they would be afraid to let it, let the you know, let off the fact that this is Christian supremacy. Mm. So they would have to. Well, the Dark Carnival is technically a, a sect of Christianity. That's true. That should help us. Yeah. With our grant I mean, writing, yeah. for sure. Are Miracles. you going to be the headmaster of this? Oh, I, I couldn't be. No, not, the headmaster will be uh, this one kid from Hammond who was in the computer repair class with me back in, in high school. Who was all about KISS and and juggle, and, and, and wow. ICP. Just makeup in general. Wow. Yeah, KISS and ICP. One time he brought his computer over to my house for a LAN party. And it had so much dust in it, it was like flying out the back of it. I, I, I love to ask the kids, so you were like really into Slipknot, right? He's like, no, fuck mask. He knows about face paint. No, he, <laughs> he, did, he loves Slipknot too. Wait, okay. Slipknot wears masks? Yes. All the time? Yes. Really? Man. She's just. I've just, heard. You're I just think... too high. Oh, gluten, Amy, Amy, do you want to know the best thing about Slipknot right yes. now? <laughs> yes. Their new drummer yeah. is none other than the son of Max Weinberg, a.k.a. Bruce Springsteen's drummer and former band leader for Conan O'Brien. And also... But you can't tell because he wears a mask. Right. And also, he says the person who got him into Slipknot in the first place was his father. Max Weinberg. Max Weinberg. Bruce Springsteen's drummer. Bruce Springsteen's drummer is a Slipknot fan. I want to see the masks. Okay. Well, they have new masks every album. Yep. What? But some of them yeah, are like are like variations on a theme. Like right. Corey Taylor's is always like someone who's scarred, either that or like 
or that it's, um it's, it's that '90s uh, John, uh, John Romero movie Bruiser. Like it's the, I mean, one the, of those two. The, the one guitarist Mick pretty much has the same mask every time, just kind of different colors. Different yeah, series. he's like e- either a clown or a zipper thing. Oh. There's, a, there's always a clown. There's always a dude with like a zipper face. Yeah, there's okay. uh, the DJ always has a clown with a really long nose. They like to jerk off during right of yeah. during shows. I mean, of I mean yeah, you got you got to bring the noise. And yeah. then um uh, and then there's this regular clown guy who always looks like a clown. He plays the kegs. Um, so I always thought when you guys talked about new metal that you were making fun of it. Mm-hmm. No, but no, you we, guys no. actually like well, it. John no, okay, uh, no, 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 no. L- l- let me get back. What okay. we're doing is we started out thinking that we were making fun of something that we like loved when we were kids. Like, we thought that we were like exploring something that we were beyond, right? And that like something that we like gr- outgrown, and we were like trying to like purge our own like I don't know puerileness uh, or or like you know juvenile destructive id or whatever by by talking about it in like a denigrating way. But then as we got through it, we were like, holy fuck, we still love it. And it'll never not be a part of us. And we live in the Midwest. Yes. It's called brainworms. Yeah, it's called brainworms. <laughs> but no, I mean, most of this knowledge I'm giving out is stuff I learned 20 years ago. Uh huh. Of course. Anyway, here, here's so Jay. The album came out in 1999. Here's Jay Weinberg. This is, uh, this is what he looks like. It's a very nice mask. <laughs> There's some. Wait, I never, what is his mask? It kind of looks like a skeleton that's like sewn. It's like a, it's like know. a, it's like a leather skull BDSM kind of thing. It has like the little nose holes, that's like, like a now. skull with no nose. That's what There's one of the guys has some nails coming out. Corey Taylor has a cool. Uh, um, Jay Weinberg. One, oh, one of them has a chin. A pointy chin with a mouth yep. that he's appears all, to be grown the, over a little bit. Yeah, and the pointy pointy chin is something he's been doing since, you know, 97. Mm-hmm. Fantastic yeah. cheekbones mm-hmm. on the that one on the corner there. Fantastic, yes. yeah. Yes. Oh, I like that. That looks cute. That little thing with the dreads. Right, right, yeah. It kind of looks like a because paper sack. To, <laughs> yeah. To, to wonder how this uh, clash It's of like a wonder- twisted doll, man. Of course. You mean a corn album cover? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but no, uh, if you're wondering how the Max Weinberg thing came about, because when he was on Conan O'Brien as the drummer, Slipknot would be like the, Conan O'Brien would be the only show to play Slipknot. Like Slipknot would come on, then they would do Wait and Bleed, and then every year they'd come on and do a song. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how Max Weinberg got to know there was Slipknot. From meeting him? Yeah, on the show. Mm-hmm. On Conan's show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you wonder around where you can... Uh, See, oh, and then there's uh oh man, and here's Jay Weinberg wearing a crash shirt next to his dad and um Jerry Only. Jerry Only from the Misfits. Yep. Uh, well, there you go. There you go. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, I mean, like he had been a huge Misfits fan. Then. I, I just realized that Damn both his dad and Jerry Only are from Jersey and about the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe well, they the were Misfits, playmates. Right? <laughs> Maybe children. who knows. Which, how do we never get the Bruce Springsteen, Glenn Danzig cover because of this? Yeah, I don't, just like two of Jersey's most beloved, Bruce right. Springsteen and Danzig. Mm-hmm. Underground and the biggest, biggest, like, main ground ever. Yeah. Much more popular than Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so Which, by the way, um, hopefully we can wrap up New Metal there. Except for yeah, the I, mean, I think we're done with the 9-11 New Metal 2000s uh, talk now. If you want to bring have anything a, else I up, I have a big surprise at the end. Oh. A new metal song I haven't heard 
sounds fucking amazing, and I will save that for later. And we'll have. So you it. haven't heard it. No. You want to listen to it for the first yes, time? Exactly. Have a uh, here in this space. Yes. yes. And share for our it. listeners have of a course. first react, first reaction. Yes. And it is a doozy. And I learned it from Jonathan's uh, doppelganger. It's really fun. I, that's probably Anthony Fantana. Yes. You have oh okay. And uh, um, which is funny. That's the first time I called you Jonathan in probably forever. It was because we were talking about Jonathan Davis, and Jonathan uh. was in my head. <laughs> I mean, fun fact: my name actually isn't Jonathan. It's J. It's the J O N A T H A N. So it's it's John isn't even short for it. It's like two separate words. But I just go by John anyway. But my wait, actual wait, name wait, is wait, David. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. What? Again? All right. How about okay? <laughs> my real, my full name is David Jonathan Bryce Metcalf. Right. So you my middle Jonathan. name is Jonathan J O N A T H A N. Okay. Jonathan is not J John J O H N. Those are actually two wholly different names because they're from two different they're from two different Hebrew like words mm-hmm. so it's like me just even calling myself john is like not really my middle name Mm-mm. and also my actual first name is david so you know it's like i'm not e- i'm never my real name mm-hmm. but you chose your name yeah so john is your rollins to henry garfield yeah pretty much because <laughs> henry rollins real name is garfield uh, yeah. henry garfield everyone yeah. um so but you said it was two words or no, no like Oh wait, so Jonathan, so you're you're the J O N, like John Stewart, right? Yeah, I guess I would be the J O N, except that I've always spelled it J O H N for some weird reason. <laughs> like it's spelled on my Coca Cola bottle. No, you're I think just, it's because I just fake, bro. You just no, because here it is. Time. I can't trust you anymore. Okay, on my on my birth certificate was written J O N A T H A N, but then when like my mom taught it's me how to write my own name, Jonathan, my mom was right? like, it's J O H N A T H A N, which is still Jonathan. That's like I guess so. Oh, so she changed her mind about the spelling. Yes, my mom changed her mind, her mind about my, my name spelling by the time she was teaching me how to write my own name. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. There you go. Just Brett, one T. Good for you. Nice and easy. Andrew, that's the fanciest word in my name, and then short. And then Amy's just Amy. My Yeah, it's spelled A-M-Y, mm-hmm. like one would expect. What's your middle name? So, my middle name is Lynn. Okay. As oh, a woman born in the '80s, exactly what you would expect. Amy, Amy Lynn. Lynn. Wait, uh, I, I don't get that reference. Uh, most lower middle class girls who were born in the '80s, their middle name is either Lynn or Marie. Oh. Uh, Just in general. Because I know another Amy, uh, who's married to my friend Mike. She's Pintelio also. It's also Lynn. An Amy Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was supposed to be Amy Louise. And then it was switched to Amy Lynn. I, I really thought you were going to go when he's like, what's your middle name? My middle name is none of your fucking business. <laughs> I thought that's your No, I'm, I'm fine with it. Okay. My last name is none of your fucking business. <laughs> right, right. Yes, exactly. But, <laughs> yeah, like you said, Amy Lynn's very common. Very so, common. So. Very common. Pairing. So, Amy Lynn, none of your fucking business. Uh, <laughs> what's, our, what's our next topic? Um, well, I know, I know Brett wanted to talk about gender today. Gender. And I mean, then you wanted to talk that's about a broad that's ad- like big. I think that's like no. I talked about my dumb nine eleven shit. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, I mean gen- gender is like where are we starting with gender? though? gender is a broad. It's ad- huge. Topic. Do well, we want to talk about that today, or do we want to um, lay a spoiler out there? I mean, we could talk about JFK and how I'm not that conspiracy prone, but oh, okay. So after the last episode. Mm-hmm. 
Brett was very salty. Oh, dude. Bag I saw salt. some of your messages, man. You should, like, you should have been an XR I'm not pill. a big <laughs> screenshotter, but I'm sorry I had to go there. No, no, that's fine. Uh, because I was looking for counsel and how I could make it up to you. <sighs> Brett was very upset with me after the last one, and he, uh, I believe he has a topic prepared to redeem himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny, like... It was it was like a, a, a mild irritation that it was just like wouldn't go away, and the more we talked about, it, the more that I would get uh, it become like more irritating. Just and like, then I was over it. I think I thought we were good, and then when I heard the episode again, just like time, do some push-ups or go for a run or, like, or Jo or something. Like, yeah. Like. yeah. Um. No, the uh, I, I, it was mainly frustrating because. Uh, it was not what I was expecting how Amy was going to talk about it. Was okay, so he, I asked him what we were going to talk about. Mm-hmm. He said Epstein. Right. And I and, was like, oh, I'm ready to talk about that. Well, no, not more than that. I was like, so this is why I want to talk about the Epstein thing. This is like what, what, what we're going to bring up and what, where's your stance. You're like, no, 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 I don't want to talk about it. We're going to save it for the podcast. And I, I was said, like, oh, Damn. I'll save it for the podcast. Right. Yeah, I was like, yeah, she's See, like, no, 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 no. I want, what, I want it to be a surprise. Well, I didn't say I want to be surprised. But mm. what I thought in my mind we were going to talk about was not the actual case itself, mm-hmm. but the whole cultural phenomenon around it. Sure. And which is what we how did talk people about. interacted yeah. with it. And so and I, I felt like talking about it. In that I felt sense. like that was the conversation I was prepared for. Uh-huh. I didn't realize you're going to come with a thick ass notebook <laughs> of conspiracy theories. <laughs> well, it was so my bad. Evidence. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So Let's move on. It was so evidence. <laughs> I mean, broken neck. I like mean, yeah, we know. Brett, we know. Okay. Anyway, uh, it, so was the, it was the deep state. He's he's, he's so a yeah, glitch. He's state. a glitch that got that got that you know. He's a glitch in, in, in the NSA and in Mossad's like I, I functioning that got ironed out. To think that he was you know he either committed suicide or was driven to commit suicide by factors in hand. I'll, I'll see why that's unreasonable. Our listeners are going to be driven to commit suicide <laughs> <laughs> if we anyway, talk about this for a second. Episode. So Brett, so what were you going to bring? So, so you had a redemption here, right? Right, right. Um, with uh, so my theory originally with JFK was I was actually a single shooter theory. Like I don't believe in the two things and mm-hmm. physics and everything's crazy. However, I didn't believe Oswald did it because um, I mean because he didn't confess to it. I mean I think that's fair. Like he 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 had no idea what the fuck was going on. He's like I don't even know what I'm being arrested for. Kay. Why are you right? And um, and so I was just like, okay, you know, maybe the deep state set him up or, or whoever set him up, but he was set up. That's how it happened on the X-Files. Really? Yeah, on uh, the X-Files. It was the smoking like, man is the one that did it, yeah. Seriously? Like, I didn't know personally, the smoke that deep. Like, Damn. the smoking man himself fired the, the rifle? Yes. Oh, wow. That's intense. You, you have told me you don't like the X-Files and resisted watching it. Perhaps this episode you'll make yeah. an exception. Yeah, this could lead to better, bigger and better things. Look at this. Mm. Look at this. Look, at this look I got to talk about the X-Files. <laughs> there you go. No, that's fucking awesome. I didn't know Smoker ran that deep. That's some deep war right there. That's oh, bad. yeah. Smoky Man's it. in charge of everything. I know he was awesome. Like I, I He has an origin episode, and that is the episode. Like, you know, I would like catch episodes here and there, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I like yeah. that. Like, mm-hmm. the Smoky Man was such a great, you know. He has an origin episode. Right. That's fucking awesome. And it has multi-decade arc of conspiracies yep. in which right. he's instrumental 
right. all the way down to the Super Bowl. Right, and then and then they re and then they had the reboot a couple years ago, and they actually changed what the conspiracy was completely. Right. So you know, I thought I like, didn't watch the reboot. Right. Well, so, okay. I mean, just uh, it used to be that the the okay that the government was making deals with these aliens that were mostly goo. And because they needed, like, a planet to, like, reproduce their goo in. And so the government was going to get out of it by, like, being the chosen humans that weren't going to become, like, incubators. Uh, Anyway, so they changed that in the new series that actually the aliens were always good. They were coming because they saw us launch a nuclear bomb. They're like, oh, this planet's going to kill themselves. We have to help them out. Are you serious? And then the government, like, stole alien technology and made up everything about the evil aliens to keep Mulder off their real trail. See, this is why I'm glad I never got an X-Files tattoo. Because <laughs> nothing is safe from being rebooted yes. and just shit yes. on and destroyed. Right. Because mm-hmm. I really, I for many tattoo. years, had an idea of right. an X-Files tattoo that yep. I wanted to get. Yeah, you, you well, thank God. At least, at least you're not the girl that I, went to, that I worked at Panera Bread with who got an Alkaline Trio tattoo. There you go. At least you're not like 75% of my friends <laughs> from the turn of the century have yeah. some kind of alkaline trio so, tattoo. Yeah. So, but, uh, uh, um, so is Amy uh, less of a poser than of X Files for not watching the new show? Because that would have no, been No, they weren't poser. good. Yeah. They weren't good. So, at all. so you're, you're, you're good then. So she's, yeah. Because I was going to say, oh, Amy's a poser. She didn't Wait, watch the new ones. Why am I a poser? For not watching the new X Files. But, oh, I mean, but apparently that makes you cooler <laughs> as an I, X-Files well, fan. doesn't do anything. They're just not good shows. I Okay, I could give up all the plot arc X-Files forever and only watch the Monsters of the Week. That was mm. what was artful about the show. Sure. So I could let everything else go. And the, the new X-Files Monster of the Week episodes were their worst. So mm. it's like, what? Ouch. Ouch. Well, anyway, uh, back to uh, the, the assassination. So I just thought, like, Oswald was set up, you know, and, you know, was, I was saying, like, you know, yeah, CIA, CIA seemed like they're after JFK, JFK was going to stop the USA, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then, oddly enough, I recently watched for the first, because I heard about this goddamn movie for decades, JFK. Okay. And Which it, I still have to see, but you, you watched? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I watched the first two hours. The trial was too bad. I couldn't take it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it, I guess, in real life, the trial was, like, nothing, oh, oh, and everyone was, was just joke. like, no, this is she, bullshit. Right, right. It was a complete joke. Uh-huh. Um, however... I mean, it was pretty good up until, like, I mean, Chapo calls it, like, get to Donald Sutherland, then turn it off. <laughs> yeah. I do have a rebuttal to them, by the way. Okay. Oh. Yeah. But to explain, so I watched JFK. It actually made me less believing in the deep theories conspiracy at all because uh, in, in JFK, what nobody talks about, which I don't understand because it's the craziest shit ever, and I was really confused when I started watching the movie, like, what does this have to do with New Orleans? Because this is all the people involved and all the uh, people that Oswald associated with when he was living in New Orleans was all part of a gay sex underground scene. Oh. Yeah. And, and this is the only movie where you're going to see Tommy Lee Jones completely covered in gold paint oh. while Joe Pesci pinches his nipple and a lion roars for some reason. Maybe I will watch it then, yeah. to be and, honest. And, and Joe Pesci pinches the nipple Lion roars well, for some the reason. The lion roars for the same reason that, like, yeah. Mickey and Mallory, like, make weird noises during that, like, because it's just depravity. Right, right, <laughs> to show that. And and while that happens, Kevin Bacon is right next to them, completely covered, uh, completely in a full Victorian bell gown, bonnet and all, with oh. makeup. Hell yeah, dude. Yes. So I'll watch it. So yeah, the, so you're saying this is something for the spank bank. 
Yes, okay. absolutely. That's how I was or, or the it. Or, the, or, the, or if you need to flog yourself. Flag yeah, yourself. <laughs> both kinds of spank bank, either exactly. with a cat of nine tails or your own hand. Right, right. And, um, and, and the cast is fucking insane. Like, by all means, Kevin Bacon, Tommy Lee Jones, Joe Pesci, um, John Candy, Donald, Donald Sutherland, just, you know, Kevin mm-hmm. Gossett, just Jack... Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau separate. <laughs> oh, yeah, both both the grumpy old men. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So anyway, sounds hot. Yes, totally hot. And 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 most of the stuff is pretty factual throughout the movie in the first two hours. Like it is crazy. Well, the one thing and one thing I didn't know was because I knew there's a few things about Oswald and like his military career and over. I mean, Os- and this is all legitimate. Oswald uh, went to Russia. Denounced his citizenship of USA, was there for you for years. Brought back a Russian wife with no screening whatsoever. Like, and, and this is during the era when, like, if you had just had like a leftist political leading group, you could get deported right. or, or, or to jail. Yeah, but he he brought a whole Russian. <laughs> he brought a whole Russian and had and was on record for denouncing his citizenship. Yeah, and they just let him come back easy peasy. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I, I guess he was being monitored by the FBI like continuously right after he well, came well, back. Well, I mean, from where he he had CIA contact. The, the, it's either he was like spying for us in Russia, or like was just like an informant CIA. Maybe. Whatever. Well, he, I, whatever they had, the, the FBI had nothing had nothing to do with it because he was always like running well, was, into the state like the it was CIA. Yeah. No, I know, but but the he was always running into like the FBI's like offices, mm-hmm. like yelling about being like bugged and stuff. And and keep in mind, and then was here pouting out communists like. Oh, yeah. Everything that I know about this, I learned from that show on Hulu that was like a guy oh. doing a time travel in a Yeah, diner that show was tight. And trying to stop it from happening. Oh, that was the Stephen King story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That so, show was good. Yeah. So he was time traveling through like a diner right. and trying to stop this assassination right. from occurring. And exactly. that is but the sum total knowledge spoilers. that I have. Spoilers. Oh, it yeah. didn't. He does. He 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 keeps JFK alive, and JFK ends up like getting us actually into nuclear war. Yes. it destroys everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hence when, well, hence when people think he saved us during the Cuban Missile Crisis, mm-hmm. it was his fault because he refused to take missiles out of Turkey right next to Russia. Yeah. <laughs> like. The only thing I know about the Cuban Missile Crisis is from watching Mad Men. <laughs> so, but yeah, in the Stephen King show, like after like uh, James Franco, like thinks he like saved the future he comes back he's like oh i'm in mad max now fuck so but anyway the the main uh, lynch point of like the, this whole group in new orleans was this guy banister guy uh who pistol whipped the dude like the movie starts off with him pistol whipping jack lemon <laughs> and uh, and he was running a cia operation called operation mongoose okay and that that's all legit that's true and in his office where he was running this Oswald was handing out communist pamphlets with that address on it in this operation. Perfect. Right. Yeah. So that's and this is all right next to the and all, this is all on the same street in New Orleans where like the CIA headquarters are, the FBI headquarters are, and like in the Air Force headquarters are. That's perfect. Just right. hit hit yeah. all the hot spots. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that that's all weird. Huh. But it but, doesn't seem very strategic to have them all on, on one street, you know. Yeah. Just uh Well that's America that's how like a Hezbollah like they just put a giant tower of CIA oh, and, yeah. and, and and put all our leaders at the top so Hezbollah just blew up the top of the building. Yep. Like, we like to be all, that's what happens when you try and be ominous. Um, but anyway, so you have all these people along with, and the other really, really crazy thing, and, and, and 
to be, I'll just, just wrap this up shortly. So you have all these people, which is like Kevin Bacon's character, Tommy Lee Jones' character, uh, Jack Ruby, and all these people, right? And uh, and I think these are the people that set up Oswald, you know, be, not not because of any CIA director uh, directive or anything like that. It was just like they they were all like super right wingers that really hated uh, JFK, and okay. so they're like, we'll kill JFK, and we'll and we can't stand Oswald, so we'll just set him up. For the for the fall, okay, basically. all right. Which because and you still believe this to this day? Well, I mean, I believe it because of the movie, like be- oh, okay, because hmm. of the because like, uh, jo- which is hilarious. Joe Pesci's character, which when you see Joe Pesci, you're like this is fucking ridiculous. What horrible makeup job is this? But it's, he actually looks like the guy who the guy he represents has alopecia with marker eyebrows. <laughs> Oh, so you get to see, you so you get another reason to watch the movie to see Joe Pesci in a wig, a really bad wig, toupee with marker eyebrows. Sweet. And, and he and he did, and he went into service with um, uh, Oswald, and all this shit like that. And and what's and, and the reason why like these guys and these guys were also involved with Jack Ruby. And what's crazy about and this is this is on film along with you know like you know Jack Ruby was they obviously have Jack Ruby shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Oswald on film. Before that, when they first arrested Joe, uh, when they first arrested Oswald, you know, and they're, and they're having a press conference, ref, uh, asking him, Jack Ruby is there, and the uh, and when one of the reporters say like, you know, like, is it true you're part of this communist group or whatever? Uh, Jack Ruby yells out the actual name of the communist group, and he's oh. like, no, it's this communist group. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. And so they were obviously keeping tabs on Oswald. Kind of, kind of like when people on Facebook talk about how Park is a bunch of communists who like are doing right. all this stuff, and, I'm, and then I tag our MC, and I'm like, actually, we're doing. All well, that no, I, well, ja- it's more like it's more like if it was some right wing fuck who knew our MC right. wasn't was correcting us. And uh, that's, yeah, and Kevin Bacon is fucking hilarious in this movie because he plays like the gay prostitute involved in all of this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's in a prison gang and he's in a chain gang, and they're asking him for his, and they're like, "Why are you doing this? Why are you giving us all these details in the story?" And he's like, "And he's like, because I want them to know JFK was a commie, and that's why he was assassinated." Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. And and he's like, and he's like, he stole that election from Nixon, and he would have been the best president we ever had. Clearly, that played out. Yep. Yes. So, yeah. And uh, so, basically, what I think happened was these people set up Oswald. Uh, I don't know if one of them shot Kennedy or they just got an actual shooter to do it. All that, I think, is legit if you watch Ben and Teller's, uh, Penn and Teller's bullshit on the Kennedy assassination. Or the uh, King of the Hill episode where um, where mm. Dale, like, goes to Dallas and, and like, reenacts, the and reenacts it and then goes, like, oh, no. <laughs> Everything seems like it would actually, like... Right, Meet the, it, it was an easy shot. It was you can reload the gun that fast. All yeah. that stuff. That's why I'm. Yeah, yeah, that episode was really helpful to me too in understanding it. <laughs> the, this is the lens through which I view all things. <laughs> right, right. Uh-huh. And uh, so, oh no, the Warren Commission was right. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> right for the mo- yeah for the most part, you know, except they said, um, except they said uh, um, Oswald did it to be famous. Yeah. Even though he didn't confess to it and say he didn't do it yeah exactly <laughs> so that's and so that's what i'm saying so this group probably did it and there was probably some cia shenanigans like a little cover up there just to cover up their ties to these people because they had ties to these oh people. sure yeah and it was just just to keep them from being embarrassed basically 
And to, for, keep I mean, it's pretty embarrassing. So right, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, oh yeah, we're running Operation These People. They kind of killed the president. We didn't tell them to, but it whoops, just, <laughs> it escalated. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. And they were super pissed at Kennedy for canceling Operation Mongoose. All these people involved, Tommy Lee Jones character, all these people who were involved. Mm-hmm. So now, what was your rebuttal to Chapo then? So Chapo. Um, they were saying, like, it was hilarious, the idea of Kennedy being a threat to the establishment. And they're mm-hmm. right, except for they're right. Like, he wouldn't have done that much to the establishment and relevancy and in the grand scheme of things. However, to the actual establishment, like those crazy motherfucking right-wingers, they would have saw Kennedy as a threat. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, true. So I'm not saying that means, like, they assassinated Kennedy. I'm just right. saying that's not that, that doesn't help in the anti like i don't think that makes oliver stone outrageous his theory it's everything well it, it, it's makes it ridiculous i mean it, it's the whole like the fact that it's like a gay cabal that did it because they were evil and gay <laughs> right it well was a gay of course cabal. but i mean it was like these people and it was like a gay underground thing that these people were involved in that did the cia operation mongoose eh, okay and, well i mean it's and this this that's was all, supposed that's to I mean, maybe it wasn't. Like, maybe they weren't having gay sex with each other, but they were still. Okay, all so so how how is this? Um, well, yeah. I remember. Yeah, you were talking about like how does this like make up for last week or whatever? You said like you weren't super into conspiracies, so you would tell us about this one, and then you just went to did prove, another conspiracy theory to though. prove that you weren't. I don't know. Like I'm saying, it was not the deep state. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> all right. Is that the whole problem? No. No. I don't, know. I don't think so. No. So you guys just think Oswald did it, then that's it? Oh, I don't no. have any idea. No, I, I don't know what yeah. the hell is. I don't know what the hell. I mean, doesn't that doesn't it sound reasonable? Like, well, no, but what I mean is, is the, is like our discussion last week was that like was that getting too deep in the weeds of of what of who killed Epstein is you know not a good replacement for organizing and stuff. And it yeah, might be that's counter- exactly what I said. Like, no, everybody stop organizing. Epstein's done. That's exactly what I said. So and it's a, all right. My whole thing with it was... When did I ever say stop not, organizing? Like, when I said it was a poor no. use of time, uh, it doesn't mean that I'm out there being... Use of time. It's not like I'm out there being super productive all the time. Right. I just mentioned, like, 19 different TV shows that I've watched. Mm-hmm. But I think of things either as mattering and being worth that investment of time and intellectual energy or being pleasurable. Mm-hmm. So you must take pleasure in... Puzzles like this, which right? Is and, and totally so it, fine. And my like, whole point was that, like, I don't think it's like counter anything, but it's the same thing as like watching a TV show. That's what yeah, it's recreational. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the critique was that, except there's actual victims. Well, there's actual victims of a lot of things. I mean, well, but, but the point is, Brett. But you, well, but but Brett, you cracking open JFK isn't going to help anybody. It's just fun for you. Well, no, I'm which just, is okay. I'm just saying, like, I'm not this like. I don't get wildly imaginative about it. I think, like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Oswald did actually do it. Like, I'm not saying that's not possible. I'm just saying, because there are a lot of weird factors, and I think I, I went for the most minimal approach to to okay. prove all those factors. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, because, like, he didn't confess to it. That's an anomaly, right? It is weird. That is weird, bro. Wow, you people. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> You do not. <laughs> like a like a small pet you you put in a cage and like point at and Jesus. No. It doesn't sound that crazy. Like No, it doesn't sound crazy, but 
I don't know. It's just like after like like all the loose change, and I'm just like burnt out on conspiracy theories in general. Yeah. I just don't understand. Like, I thought like I went for the like way way more sensible approach. You did. It's not nonsense. It's yeah. not nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I and I said it's my theory. It's not my belief. Okay. That's fine. I'm just alleging that you enjoy the puzzle of it. Do you enjoy like it? It's fine. <laughs> I enjoy figuring things out, yes. Yeah, okay. And that's okay. And that's good. Good for you, bro. Yeah. But, but somehow I get denigrated more for this than... No like one's denigrating <laughs> you, dude. I think we should take a break. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm Let's fine. take a break. The, uh, what's... Podcast is almost over anyway. Yeah. Yeah, figuring out Dreamcast as a company, I got less slack for. <laughs> that was also something that you were both thoroughly enjoying. So. Yeah. <laughs> And to be fair, that having GFC fun is okay. No, Brett. Brett, there's no problem with you getting into conspiracy theories. The point At is, all. it just yeah, I'm not, like, it just getting into a conspiracy. No, theory, but, but the the point is, though, is that like is that last I week? I hate most conspiracy theories. Right, but the point is that last week our whole thing was like whether it's even worth it to deal to deal with Epstein. And mm. Amy obviously was like, "No, nah, I don't think it is." And I was mm. like, "Kind of, but not really." Mm-hmm. And then you were like, "I got all these <laughs> these these plot points." <laughs> and then this week you're like, "I'm gonna make it up to you, Amy." And then you just, but then you just did your own conspiracy theory, though, mm-hmm. which is fine. My whole thing was I'm just saying not it was, that yeah. there's anything wrong with thinking about things like this as recreation or like an intellectual exercise. Was that nothing was going to come of trying to figure out what happened to Epstein in the grand scheme of society? Mm-hmm. That was basically what I was saying. So, like, I have no problem with you doing this conspiracy <laughs> theory thing, and you are having a great time. I do. I took my kid roller skating today. <laughs> that was fun. It didn't exactly, like, advance, you know, a just world, but it was fun, and that's okay to have fun. It's mm. fine. No, and, and so I was just expecting when you were like, I'm going to make it up, that you'd be like, about JFK, it was all, Ox- it was all Oswald. No, there's no conspiracy. It's done, man. I don't know, it just That's well, what I was expecting, much too. I was so surprised. Well, yeah. not, I mean, you should. I was obviously preparing for something more than a sentence. <laughs> like, well, I know. I, I'm just saying, though, it's like, it just, you know, it's just the 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 disparity between, like, what I expected you to say today and what mm-hmm. you said. Like what Amy did to me when we talked about Epstein on the phone. <laughs> the disparity between what I expected and... Oh, spicy. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but and, and although JFK, those first two hours are enjoyable and fun watch. Cool. I, say. I guess um, I I, still, I I like it was on paper. Like my parents had a cable box, a mm-hmm. cheater box, uh, and so it was on pay per view a lot when I was a kid. That Nixon, which oh. I never saw all the way through. I just remember it was like it also painted Nixon out to be like a weird pervert. Oliver Stone's so. yeah. I no. mean, why wouldn't I mean he had to have been? I imagine. I don't know. I don't think Nixon was a pervert. I think Nixon was like. So anodyne and like non sexual. Yeah, oh, he'd be asexual. He'd yeah, he, Nixon was just like all hate, no libido. <laughs> so, my Apparently, favorite, he was an actual charming dude, though. Yeah. My favorite part of that movie was when he was petting a dachshund dog. Nixon? And he said, Is this what you would call a dachshund? Oh, okay. <laughs> because now that's something that we say, I have a dachshund. And uh-huh. we say it no, in that uh, voice. That's to cute. It, so. No, um,. Uh, no, because I got that from, uh, oddly enough, uh, Hunter S. Thompson's book, uh, uh, Fear and Loathing, The Campaigning Trail of yeah. uh, 78, mm-hmm. or, sorry, 80. 
78. No, Pier- yeah, 78. Yeah, 78. You know, and he was going, like, he fucking hated Nixon, obviously. And, like, and then he got to meet him, and he's just like, he's like, he was actually a charming guy, and we talked about football for four hours. <laughs> How weird is that? Yeah. I mean, plenty of people who are pieces of shit oh, yeah. are cool to hang out with, though. As long My as brother. you don't. <laughs> wait, is your brother, you wait, is your brother cool to hang out yeah. with? Oh, he is? He can be. Oh, okay. Like, he could give you a really good first hour. Yeah. And, and then after, like, a, and, then, and then, like, two hours, you're kind of like, man, this is kind of weird. He's really, like, he really needs to control the conversation here. And then and then once you hit that two-hour mark, you're like, oh, there's something wrong with this fucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he starts cranking out the slurs. Not even that. It, uh. It's just, like, like uh, my friend Dustin uh, explained it. Well, because he randomly w- had to be with my brother at a, a graduation party because my brother oh. went to college with us, a mutual friend's graduation party. And he's just like, it's like being held hostage. <laughs> it's like being a hostage situation. My brother just takes over the room, and if you do anything that makes him look bad or makes him, you know, uh, or go away from, like, what he wants to talk about, it's, it's not going to be pretty I tend to dominate conversations pretty badly. Mm-hmm. Now, I try not to, just though. I actively do. try not to. Just see what you could do if you were a big former Marine with a much, much louder voice, because my brother makes me sound quiet. Oh. Yikes, yeah. that sounds terrifying. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not pretty. There's a reason why I've talked to the man since 10, 2010. I'm sorry. Yeah. But oh, well. um, I was going to say we can really end on a high note with this. Uh, uh, Your brother. <laughs> no, no. The first uh, first response to, oh, I didn't. I guess our first <laughs> our, our t- uh, podcast title will be like first response, first responder to the uh, a um, what do you call them? Because there was response videos uh, to the the song. We're gonna listen to the song. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's play whatever song you were thinking of. All right. So here's here's this song. Check this out. This is the details. Cold Chamber. You never heard of Cold Chamber? Oh, I know what that is. Okay, okay, okay. I know what it is. All right. So you it's know you're starting like, off good. Um, you know you're starting off on a good metal, new metal foundation with Cold Chamber. It's called uh, "Shake, Shake the Monkey," a Peter Gabriel cover. Oh, you never heard this before? No, you never heard Cold Chamber "Shock the Monkey." No, no, Cold Chamber "Shock the Monkey." Oh yeah, uh, Ozzy uh, with Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne does the Peter Gabriel. How did you never tell me about this? They also cover "Melt with You." Cold Chamber does by Modern English. That's right. Yes. Why? I didn't think I needed to tell you about it. Like I thought this this the song was just common knowledge. If you watched uh, Matt Pinfield. In, two th- uh, in, like, 1999. Nice. No, All right. No, because I, I will only listen to Cold Chamber's first album because, you know, I have good taste. No, didn't Cold Chamber also do a Cars, but they actually got uh, that was Gary dope. Newman? That was dope. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wait. No, Cars might have been Disturbed. No. Actually, no, it was... Actually, it might have been Fear Factory. Let me see. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, uh, it was Fear Factory. Those could all be the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me. Not, not a lot of... <laughs> Yes, it was Fear Factory. Boom. Oh, there you go. Anyway, uh, well, shock the monkey. I will. And this is this is how we're ending. I had like a thing I wanted to say. Oh, go, go ahead. Oh, well, yeah, well, while it's loading up, yeah. October fifth. That's when this fundraiser is correct. Oh yeah. At Park, RMC and Undercity Records are having a fundraiser to help build the new homeless shelter in Michigan City. It's a show. There's a lot of bands playing. Ten dollar cover. There's going to be a bar. There's going to be White Claws mm. and beer. So. Take all those White Claws. People love them White Claws. I think the door's at 6, October 5th, Hell 21 yeah. and over. Boom. Bring the ID. Karaoke, right? No. 
No, that's this is 25th. a show. That's this is a straight up yeah, show. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was hoping to play, but my drummer's gonna be out of town anyway. So. Oh, oh, the the twenty sixth. No, no fifth. Oh, this. He, oh, okay. He was wanting to hop on the fifth, but. Right, because I think we, we yeah, because there's there's uh, after there's another band playing the twenty sixth. That's like, mm-hmm. I forget, but they're like kind of they're not they're they're not metal for 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 change. I don't know um, who it is. I forget though. That's not I'll my, look them up that's though. Not I think they're friends of Vince's or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we're, we're, we won't be a metal band that plays this park if we ever get to. <laughs> You'll play park. No, yeah, no, but saying, they're not I'm metal. Saying, yeah, I'm saying we're not yeah. metal. But like, it's supposed to have been metal. I'm just saying it would be cool. And punk. To, it, it would be cool to kind of change up the genres that do our shows, though. I'm just saying. <gasps> oh. No, I mean <laughs> it's like, but we need to oh. find, but we need to find bands that are. No, but See? no, you know a lot of great metal bands that just. You like that John integration? Doesn't feel good, does it? Oh. <laughs> uh, so you know. Maybe we need to step outside of my social network. That's what I'm saying. That so I've I, ha- been cultivating for the past oh. 20 years, and <sighs> then we can find some new bands. I know. I just, but yeah, network. we just need people who know people. <laughs> what? Which, but you know everybody. So. Best friends. No, if I knew, I, I don't know anybody, so that's the problem. Myself, organizing things. We could do it. All Sorry, right. John. No, no, that's cool. <laughs> this will be my last episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> Already yep. not heavy enough for full chamber. I'm disappointed. Not heavy enough full chamber. Why do they even have the main full chamber guy singing at all? Because he's, he's not good. Why don't they just have Ozzy Osbourne do the whole thing? I am the mirror of the desert. Oh, he kind of does do the whole thing, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, the, the Cold Chamber drummer is dressed up like Lilu. Check that shit out. Like the strips. I like how the whole thing is one of the first Instagram filters. <laughs> oh man, if there's if there's something I don't actually miss from the uh, the new metal era, it's just like the like the faded sepia. I'm fucking I, I, glad to never see that in videos ever again. Yes, sepia in general. <laughs> they're like doing, they're like doing the robot and shit now. Oh, that's a music video. Yeah. Oh, that's what we've been watching. That's what we've been commenting on. There's a monkey in it. He's cute. I thought you were looking at a picture. No. No. Osborne looks all right there. Were there any new metal bands that were like straight up like new agey, all about orbs and spirits and shit? Uh, please find out for me. 
Orgy? Oh. No. Orgy was all about just sounding like synthy post-punks. Um, I'd say if anything... I'm going by their music video. Oh, I go Incubus. Incubus is probably oh, an orb. Um, I mean, I know Godsmack were, were Wiccans, which is like orb adjacent. But they're also like total fucking Guido, like tough guys. So I don't know. I guess I'm just asking, what would Marianne Williams, what would Marianne Williamson's favorite uh, new metal band be? We have to find out. Why didn't Brandon ask her when he? Uh, he didn't when he met ask her. her most of the questions I want answered. I know, right? Um, I did order myself a shirt though. It's not here yet. Yeah, can't say I'm I'm, I don't know. I mean, that... That was just kind of boring. Yeah, a little bit. Blech. Blech. Can't, can't say I approve Cold Chamber. Like, I also when they were going to go, like, real ridiculous with it, but... The video was pretty ridiculous, though. Like, you get to, you get to see a panning... Ozzy Osbourne from bottom to top. <laughs> yeah, and and, it, and that's the same band that did Me Loco and Big Truck, though. I know. Which is weird because it's like all that was all like almost an or like you know they're almost being yeah. orgy there. That's with the synths not, and shit. That dog. That song did not slam. Not I like think Big Truck here's anymore. the thing. I oh, like they do, have, they do have the song Bradley, which is kind of huh. on that on that. Uh... Is your nephew named after that song? Yes, of course. Of <laughs> no, course. for well, real, for no. honest. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I sing it to him all the time. Bradley, so familiar, Bradley. They said it's not driving me crazy. Oh, boy. so fucking crazy. That's adorable. No, just like I, I remember though, like when I was in my new metal uh, phase, and I was like, I was all about Deadsy, Orgy, Deadsy, Orgy, and Corn. Phase, past tense, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm just saying that that Cold Chamber song made me, like, (laughs) it sold me a bill of goods about Cold Chamber that, like, Cold Chamber never followed up on. I liked her hair in the video. Mm-hmm. The crimping. That was neat. Yeah. That was neat. Yeah. She's definitely the best thing to look at in the video, not to be, because that's the rest well, of the Not to sound like Joe Biden. Right, right. Honey, exactly. you're, the, you're the best thing to look uh, at in this video. I like the, you, you crimp your cupcakes there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder which new metal band is Biden's favorite. Um, oh, he's a Godsmack all the way. Probably Godsmack. Oh my God, we've gone this long without talking about the fucking debates this week, <laughs> and Joe Biden losing his goddamn uh, dentures. He lost his dentures in the middle of talking. Yeah, he was. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't watch. I heard and about I didn't the consume any thing. news about oh, it. Oh yeah, yet, that was that so. was a that was disappointing when you know everyone like like for Bernie to be like. Oh, you know, Maduro is a horrible tyrant, and of course it's horrible, you know, we, yeah. I'm making a jerk-off motion. Yeah. Yikes. Um, but again, but he was like, he's a horrible tyrant, but we shouldn't, you know, do military stuff. Everyone else was like, everyone the else. the U.S. hasn't been tyrannical to the villain. Yeah, exactly. A- everyone else was like. School was of like, the Americas was never a thing. Yup. <laughs> everyone else was that. like boots on the ground, though, but. Ugh. Ugh. Um, oh, uh, uh, Kamala Harris did a lot of, like, look, honey, my auntie. <laughs> Oh. Nice Always scent, told John. me. Nice black scent. Oh God. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's like Kamala it's Harris. Okay. Ca- Kamala Harris like kept like getting like real folksy about shit. Sure. And it was like real. It was like real man- patronizing, really patronizing like. and manufactured. Sure. 
Um, Speaking of patronizing, how about uh, Mr. El Paso? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, was well, he was like... Beto. Oh, Beto was like the first one to come out and be like, I will take your AR-15s away. <laughs> uh, there will be a mandatory buyback if I'm president. <laughs> Which... He, uh, yeah. Now watch me as I, I build this platform on these dead bodies. Which, right. I mean, but like, yeah. But like, I'm immediately, like, everyone else is like, oh, the Democrats are coming to take our guns. They're coming to take our guns right now. There's a there's a funny meme actually like showing the Democrat and they're like I don't know all I heard was they're taking my guns pretty much yeah. um let's see what else uh oh yeah so Joe uh, Joe Biden was asked about his stance on race back in the day mm. and then uh, the the previous question of that was about schools and um, segregation school segregation but also like what you could do about schools to fight segregation Sanders is like mandatory sixty thousand dollars for all teachers. Da, 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 oh, oh yeah, and then like and then Andrew Rocket. Yang was like was like in Japan, g- being a teacher is really hard, and you can't even uh, it's harder than being a, a doctor. Uh. I'm like, should, should Japanese educational standards like I don't think we should start jamming our kids into cram schools here, dude. Like, what are you trying to say here? <laughs> they um, also you also want to look at their suicide rates without all of the depression. Yeah, I, I I think that like right now like our teachers aren't. Like aren't uned- undereducated or underskilled. They're just most of the time they're overeducated. Yeah, the, our teachers now are just fine with the education they have. Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when you pack like forty children who are not having their basic human needs met and are like rampantly traumatized into a classroom with fucking nothing in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And tell them you're going to spend twenty to thirty percent of your year testing these kids. So here are the tests. Make uh, sure they can answer yeah. them. And then they fill in practice bubbles for the whole school year. Yeah. What outcome are you going to get? Exactly. Like, uh, to give you an idea. I mean, like, I get Andrew Yang's whole thing was like, was like, oh, people value teachers more than we do. Well, of course, but like, okay, but like, you know, I don't think, like, we, our teachers are worthy of value here. It kind of seemed like he was saying, like, other places make teachers of more value. Which, which no, we value good. teachers here. The majority of people value teachers. Uh-huh. But, you know, that's not profitable. I don't know. There's a, like, I, I always hear, like, a lot of people, like, especially with the when, like, charter school discussions online back in the day, they're like, like, anyone could be a damn teacher. Yeah, people love their charter schools. Yeah. Thanks to Wayne. So, I don't know. I feel like a lot of just, really like, uneducated people kind of feel like, oh, what, what do teachers know anyway? What do them damn teachers know about teaching my kids? The charter school thing is really difficult because, on one hand, like, you know, politically... Yes, we need to we need to detach like public schools from getting their funding specifically from property taxes, which is yes, increasing definitely. inequality. I mean, like it's just that's built right into it. Like, like if your poor neighborhoods get poor schools, okay, that's it. Like, yeah, don't need to look at that twice. Um, but it's easy to be like we need to be fully investing in our public schools. Like we need to be sending our kids to our local public schools and becoming involved in them. And sometimes things get hairy on that point because it's shoving some of that personal responsibility onto the community members and right, like yeah. parents of children when you can't fault people for thinking maybe I'll send my kid to this charter school because ultimately they're like looking to take advantage of any opportunity that they can for their child to have a better experience. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, sometimes what we think would be good in the large scale the factors that are being forced upon us as parents, we end up choosing 
those decisions, I right. think, is tough. Just no, like I, with the little reusable grocery bags. Yeah. And the, no, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, like, I mean, like, most people don't even have a choice whether their kid ends up going to a charter school. Like, right. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's those are just, like, the school for your district now. Um, no, I, I'm, it's the, the reason why p- charter schools are are promoted and uh, are promoted at uh, the exclusion of public schools by the state and local governments. It's like that. So it's something we need to that's a lot bigger than just like and it's a people c- sending their kids there. And it's a civil rights issue, too, because yeah. the charter schools and parochial schools that accept vouchers don't have to be open to everyone they don't have to be accessible buildings Mm -hmm. and they don't have to meet (coughs) excuse me they don't have to meet uh the standards to serve all students from um individuals with disabilities education right yeah so they can just exclude anyone with disabilities right from that facility yep and then all of the funding is already siphoned out of the districts leaving the public schools as these like vestiges of educational institutions full of people with high needs yep and no one to balance it i was gonna uh, <coughs> uh my me. friend uh, an anecdote my uh friend was dating this teacher and she would tell us about like when she was um, it was it was one of the inner city schools i think and she was saying and she was saying uh she has one student that whenever she walks by the student just like claps onto her arm and stuff like that because the otherwise the student doesn't get any physical contact because it's, it's just left isolated alone when mm-hmm. he goes home and has no real thing to do and so oh the, boy yeah the kid just like it's just like it's the saddest thing in the world i just have to sit there and like but because otherwise the thing doesn't get the poor kid doesn't get uh physical contact yeah just to give you an idea of what these teachers have to deal with and like how even beyond education how how uh lowly these poor kids needs are well, how can anyone come to school prepared to learn and engage right. if their basic needs aren't met outside of mm-hmm. school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which wouldn't it be nice if we could do testing at like when somebody's at an op, like you could just like, hey, I'm ready to take the test now at my optimal like time during the day. I and, and you're well fed and stuff like that. I mean, I actually don't think that the testing holds any merit. Of oh, any in kind general, at yeah, all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that would be better though than just like, yeah, everybody just do a test at seven in the morning. I mean, these tests aren't a very good predictor sure. of anything. The only thing you can look at the tests and predict is the income of the children who take them, basically. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yep, yep. It's horrifying. No, but you understand uh, the bell curve. It's the other way around. They're stupid, so that's why they're poor. Mm. No. Yeah, that's not. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because uh, imagine it. I, I was just reminded, like, because they've done studies, like, especially in uh, rural Africa and stuff like that, where like pretty crazy when people get more nutritious, they uh, they do be- they, they actually get higher IQs. Like, you'll get twenty point different IQ tests <laughs> when, <laughs> when people uh, get uh, fed properly and. Well, pretty wild, huh? I mm-hmm. mean, when, when people get more nutritious, yeah, when they're better to eat themselves. Mm, yeah. Yes, yes, when people are have <laughs> better nutrition in their bodies. Well, <laughs> in order for you to engage your full brain, you can't be in mm. that fight or flight mode. Right, right, yeah. Because then you're just living out of your brainstem, and you're right. not able to actually operate on that higher yeah. intellectual level. And like, like we're talking about, it's more than just like getting food for this moment. It's about like 
being knowing that you'll be able to get food later too. Like it's about having uh, predictability. Um, you know, it's about yeah, it's about having yeah, it's food security, which means you know you have and you know stability of anticipation, and so you're not constantly like worried. Yeah, I mean, not even if you don't realize that you're worried. Yeah, your body stays worried. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the more that you you're using all of your brain, you know the smarter you're getting. So the more you're in that toxic stress, the less your brain is developing. You can look at the brains of two children who one has had these adverse experiences and one has not. Mm -hmm. And you can look at pictures of their brain and they're wildly different because poverty, this forced scarcity, this unnecessary scarcity, because there's more than enough for all people to thrive. Right. Um, does brain damage right because that's what happens with uh i was actually thinking about this the other day um actually got into an argument for the first time in a while um it was a good argument actually but thinking about this because capitalism uh, basically what it does when it's like refined the production and it can't get any more out of its production anymore then it just becomes gatekeeping yeah oh yeah this false scarcity well, like the diamond industry, because it's yep. based on growth. There's this perpetual yeah. concept right. of growth. And like, once you literally, and once you can't grow by actual production, you grow by just shoving things around and like. I can't believe it. I should have remembered the idea of growth and capitalism is a sustenance growth. But go ahead. I mean, it's hoarding. Right. Capitalism yeah. is just right hoarding. Yeah. And the hoard. Yeah. Yeah. And all right. Um. We'll, we'll um, end on hoarding then. Yeah, but uh, I would just say so. We'll, we'll, you know, so that's what actually a lot of the candidates were were saying. Some version of like, you know, hey, we need to like have some kind of like, you know, pre-K programs. You know, just something, something. that'll help with like with like child insecurity and education stuff. <laughs> and then and then Biden came and going, <laughs> uh. Not every every child should have you know five, three four year olds under them, uh you, you know going oh, to not 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 daycare like actual school school oh, of course. and you know and, and these these parents you know it's they need to have like a social worker in their house telling them you know that's called you know, head start it's, it's like it's like but but you know it's not not the not really their fault they just don't know what to do like have something playing like a like a t or a, a record um you know because these kids they 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 only hear like you need to be able to hear four million words so that was that was, really the, uh, that was the best it. thing i, I that was the, i was trying to do the, the joe, you obviously can't you obviously can't do the voice because who wants to do the joe biden voice but you nailed the the, the tone <laughs> the, the syntax the syntax and the rhythm I, I think I, I did as best as I could from memory, but that was exactly that was, what Joe Biden yeah. said okay, during the debate. That, like, so Head Start already exists, and he's, that's what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but, exactly. okay, so there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of programs that we have where people go into homes to give yeah. support. Um, there's always going to be a limit to what those programs can do, though, because mm-hmm. you send someone into a home of a family that's struggling to give them parenting support. Mm-hmm. You could sit there and be like, I'm going to help you make a budget. You don't have any fucking money. What are you yeah. going to budget? Exactly. So, you know, that's one of the things that's always like. Uh, just like, hey, just make a budget. Well, With what? I don't have money like, to like, budget. Like, what the fuck are you talking and about? And like they aren't doing that already when you have so many kids. And yeah. All like uh, my, yeah. I had a professor who said like. He's like, fuck all these people on Wall Street. Uh, like, single black women in the ghetto are, are like the b- the biggest economic geniuses on the planet. What they what they pull off with what little yeah. they get. Yeah. And what how much the responsibility they have. Um. And there, I mean, there used to be 
monetary financial support who knows best how to spend money to get their needs met are the people with the needs mm-hmm. but when they and maybe every episode I'll start talking about welfare reform because it was literally like the most horrifying thing ever to happen. Clinton, baby. Yeah. When you take these families that previously received a check and then they could make choices about how to spend that money to sustain themselves and turn it into block grants, which then go to states, which then go to programs at the state level. And there are going to be some great programs in those block grants. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, some of this block grant money is going to like educating people because we are assuming that poverty is a flaw in character. Yeah. It's, so it's a lack of resources. So it's money that people just need because they, it doesn't matter what plan of planning, you are not being paid enough to live because of our economy and capitalism and, you know, everything. And so, but instead, the money that could just be going to them to help them out is instead uh, going to fund classes to tell them to budget more with the money they don't have. And granted, there are, like, a lot of things that are really wonderful that are funded by uh, temporary assistance for needy families, Mm -hmm. which is what they took money out of uh, that they used to give people in cash assistance welfare and turned it into a block grant. My point is they should be funding those programs anyway, and they should be forcing jobs to pay people a living wage. Yeah. And if people have little kids, they should be able to stay home and take care of them if they want, and they should... Give them fucking money. I know that um, uh, Housing and Urban Development just came out with a a program for public housing where, though, in order to, like, build it, you need to have, like, a skills building, uh, like, room in all the, any of, like, the buildings that are made by these grants. Mm -hmm. Skills are not what people are lacking in these situations. There are folks, like, (coughs) excuse me, Um, there are people who are in skilled trades. People who are working with steel, people who are welding and shit like this, who literally are being paid the same wage as folks working at McDonald's to mm. do that labor. Having employment agencies slicing money off of the top of it, mm-hmm. working a second job and coming home to try to take care of their kids. And they have no way to buy tampons or paper towels mm. because they can only use SNAP for food. Mm-hmm. And the amount of work that it takes to maintain those assistive benefits is outrageous. Yeah. They give you an appointment in the middle of the work day, mm-hmm. and it takes you like two hours to get the documentation together to re-up your food stamps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to quote Eminem and lose yourself, food stamps do not provide diapers. Yep. That's right. That's right. Do you remember that lyric? Mm-hmm. That's right. And I strongly everyone to look up uh, – to back this and what probably led to the welfare reform or at least definitely helped out in the public to get public support for welfare reform and its horrendousness was uh ronald reagan's propaganda of the welfare queen Look driving a cadillac through the yeah. hood yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. making yeah. this First. idea that people were birthing kids at a profit mm-hmm. and when in the reality most of the people at this time and now using government benefits are poor whites mm-hmm. always have been and nobody is nobody is getting rich off of it right. at all. No. As much as I love um, Wu Tang and, and, and ICP and uh, and, and not ICP, as much as I love Wu Tang and I, uh, you, you heard it here, ODB. He, John thinks ICP and Wu Tang are equivalent. No, as everybody knows. Well, as much as I love Wu Tang and and, and and ODB, um, was was him on MTV in the '90s when he r- rolled up to the welfare yeah. office in a was was that like a like a a Clinton administration psyop or something. Yeah, 
Probably. That's that'd be fucked up. Speaking of conspiracy theories. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is a good I, this is a really good conspiracy theory. <laughs> like, well, um Yeah, help help us with welfare reform. Let's get because going. like honestly, like what office would have been like, Oh hey, old dirty bastard of the Wu Tang clan? Yeah, just fill this out and get on Snap. Mm-hmm. And, and and not just Snap but like full on like Cash. Like cash welfare. Yeah. Because that's what he, he was like, it's free money. Why ain't you doing this? Like <laughs> I remember him saying that on M T V. Yeah. That's problematic. Yeah, I know. This this is but funny But like, it wouldn't have happened. Like, it shouldn't. Like, like, uh, like the offices don't televised. operate like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I steered us in this direction, which is unfortunate because I was just telling Brett I wanted to do an episode about welfare. Mm. Yeah. Right. If oh, you remember. Continue so, continuation episode. Yeah. So preview I, for next episode. Yeah. And, and we got a new conspiracy so, theory. So ODB was a uh, was a Clinton chill. Yeah, Clinton psyop. Mm. Up, yep. To so, try to you know uh, poison welfare in everybody's mind. On that hey. note, on on that note, and then figure out the other scene if I can finish the song. Uh, and all God's angels beware. The, and all you judges beware. Oh, I know the song now. Yeah, yeah. Sons of chances take care, and all the people not there. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not, I'm not afraid, afraid anymore. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> good night. Good night.